Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I have, I, I mean, I would have to beg the question, would it really be better than, because let's say, for example, everyone starts, you know, uploading into the metaverse, right? Those individuals who, I mean, I, I'm convinced those individuals who are extremely wealthy would also try to find a way to upload their wealth into the metaverse as well. While those who aren't able to, but want to, would be forced to either A, try to find a way to get in, or B, be forced to live in the in the physical world, right? I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get A Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode, I have my friend Mohammed to speak about the different possibilities of the metaverse. I'd like to give a content warning for ancient language use in this episode, and hope you have a nice day, and enjoy the show. So, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm a big fan. Yes. Really big Excellent. fan. Thanks. <laughs> so, the first question is, what would your origin story be, and how would you like to represent it? What would my origin story be? Damn. Uh, I'm just a regular kid from the Bronx. Um, grew up to immigrant parents, my mom being from Peru, my dad being from Pakistan. Um, they met in New York. I happened a year later after that, followed by four younger sisters. Um, I guess the origin story goes where uh, essentially being picked on for a large majority of my uh, childhood, leading into, uh, I guess, my college year. And then from there, it was more of a, a growth. So understanding who I was as an individual and uh, ultimately what makes Mo, Mo, right? Uh, so then I guess after that, uh, I mean, with the pandemic, it's like now, I guess like it, it defines in chapters in my mind. So in the very beginning, like I said, it's growth. And then now it's like chapter two, uncomfortable growth. So being comfortable, being, uh, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, like with my job now, I, I work in finance. Um, and only good thing is like, I, I, it is virtual. So I still get to stay home, save a little money here and there. You know, that doesn't, that doesn't hurt. Right. And, uh, um, I mean, continuously learn as much as I can. Um, so definitely looking forward to the next chapters of my life, whether uh, that, or whatever that may hold, um, good and bad. Uh, so yeah, it's, I feel like I, I do know what the next chapter is going to be, but I can't spoil it. Um, I have to let everyone wait for that chapter as well. But um, but yeah, super super excited to see what other chapters I can uh, look into and I guess write in the future. And then um, I guess like the second question was how would I want to be represented? Um, like w- would it be like an actor I could choose? Yeah, you could choose a movie actor, anything really. Oh. Uh, hmm. Obviously, you know, everyone would love to have Morgan Freeman as their narrator <laughs> for their life. Uh, I have to hop on. I would have to hop on that boat. Um, but if if someone if someone was to write a story about my life, 
it probably have to be I, I personally like the author Walter Dean Myers. He wrote a book called Fallen Angels. So essentially that book focuses on uh, a kid who grew up in not the best situation. Um, and it was during the time of the Vietnam War and he and he had to, well, he decided to not pursue higher, higher education and uh, go into the military. And that, that was actually my uh, back backup idea. If I, if I didn't pursue higher, higher education, I would have been like, all right, you know what? screw this i'm going to the military and uh from there i don't know i'll find something uh so whenever i read that book i i kind of i, I kind of think of like oh wow that could have been me but in not vietnam but like in, in current time <laughs> so I, I would i would want uh the author walter dean myers uh to i guess narrate or write a book on, on my life uh however uh i guess uniquely that that would be <laughs> um so yeah Nice. Funny enough, today I was looking at Walter D. Myers. That was at work. I was like, I remember I have a book called Shooter from Him. I was like, Good book. Good book. Yeah. I know, um, like, Shooters, uh, Fallen Angels, uh, like everyone has recommended, I read The Alchemist. It's an amazing book. I absolutely love it. Um, and then on top of that, I have more books in like my little uh, trunk that's in my closet. I just keep organized. So those are books that will, that will always uh, hold dear to my heart, uh, like the kite rider, like the kite runner, as well. Um, and then I don't know. It, it, it's 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 fun because whenever I'm done with work, I have so much time. I, I either go to the gym, or if the boys are available, then I play some I don't know Call of Duty. But that that hasn't been taking place much anymore. So I guess like another thing I, I probably found to pass the time would have to be reading. Um, so just like reading random things, whether they're as if it's like a quick online article or even a brand new book, uh, I, it kind of helps like the mind wander a bit um, and definitely helps for uh, GMAT preparations, whenever that'll take place again, because I had to put that on a hold. But, uh, but yeah, it. I feel like reading is definitely an escape from the real world in my, in my, in my view of things. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to figure out what other good book I can I'll be able to read. Um, if not that, then I'll probably watch another anime or something, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I know, I know. I know that's that kind of happy that Demon Slayer came out. So looking forward to that every weekend now um yeah <laughs> nice nice so in your own story you talk about how college was like a growth so what kind of like parts of you did did grow while i was in college right uh oof that that's a that's a good question what parts of me grew as an individual during college i definitely have to say um I guess like my my view of the world coming into college and even in college i viewed the world as a like through a, a like a rose tinted glass like everything was just amazing um or like like this is my world and i and i can have full control over it when in actuality like reality is completely different uh, there are things that i have to constantly be aware of you know adult things like bills rent electricity uh my car payments now, 
um, my, my health, my mental health, especially, especially my mental health. I found that to be one of the biggest things I, I, I definitely needed to address, um, in undergrad and then moving into the real world. Um, so I, I guess there's like multiple aspects, but I think under the, under the same umbrella, it's just like one of the main things I grew from was viewing the world, um, it, through a rose tinted glass, like just essentially going from a rose tinted glass to a clear glass to seeing it exactly how, how it is. Um, I guess that was my main way of growth within undergrad and, and I'm still growing now. Like, uh, growth doesn't stop. It, it continue, It's continuous. So yeah, <laughs> happy. I did that. Um, brought a lot of clarity to a lot of things. Yeah. So it's mostly like a long time. Everybody's like, okay, so this is what his adult is. Oh yeah. And I feel like sometimes people don't understand like what it means to be an adult or like the, the responsibilities that may come with it. They're like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm young. I want to enjoy my life. Yeah. You can enjoy your life but at the end of the day. Like now we're adults. Like we're, This isn't undergrad anymore. You can't, you know, mess up and be like, Oh, professor, can I get like extra credit? Like now, now it's like for, for some people, their, their jobs are on the line. They're, like financial standing may be impacted uh yeah it's there's there's a lot of things now that i feel like a lot of people don't necessarily understand um but again everyone's uh, entitled to live the life that they want to live but i I think that i've come to that conclusion um that like it's, it's good to have that mentality of like being like free thinking and you know super laid back but there's also times where you can't necessarily be like that. You have to be active in the things that you want to change and things that you want, uh, things that you want to get out of life. So, yeah, it's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors there. <laughs> Definitely, you got to like maybe the want to change that you want to see, but also sometimes there's days you just want to be like, man, I just want to exist. Yeah, yeah, and I, I remember there was a quote. It's like. Uh, be the person that you needed when you were a kid right and then i've done a lot of like introspection and wondered if the path that i've been doing or the path i've been going down is representative or represents the person that i needed when i was a kid and you know part of me says yes part of me says no um and then essentially i kind of like compare the two like all right on, on one side if it's no, like, all right, can what other things can I do in order to reach that goal? But on the other side, I'm like, all right, these are the things I'm doing. How can I build on that? Um, so yeah, it, it's just I, I, after doing a lot of like introspection, like figuring out, okay, I, I I definitely am not comfortable where I am, and I need to get to a place where I am comfortable and in a position to make an impact in the community, wherever or however that's possible. Definitely. Me, I don't think that will happen to like get comfortable. And I'm always gonna be like, what could be done? It's like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. now what's next? Yeah, uh, I, I feel like that kind of bleeds into work, right? Um, like, let's say for example, we're given a project, we get that done. Okay, that went well, what's next? 
it's just like constant building off of uh, the previous, I guess, event. Um, and then ultimately, like, I, for me, I reached a point where it's like, bro, I don't want to, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> like, can I, I want to find a way to retire by 30. And, and bro, I'm like 24. <laughs> I'm thinking of, of me trying to retire super early. But then it's like, oh, wait, no, I also want to be a, a, a I want to be a person who can change the world, but I also want to have uh, a, a, like financial freedom and, you know, be able to take the, those building blocks and just continue building off of it. But then it's like, I don't know, there's just a lot. Um, but I guess like the best thing to say is just like one foot in front of the other, just take things one at a time. If you get something done, you know, applaud yourself uh like maybe take a day to relish the fact that you got it done and then keep going so <laughs> yeah trying at 30 maybe 14 i'm like i want to try at 30 24 i'm like i'm running out of time yeah yeah it's and that's not, i feel like time i mean especially with pandemic like i my, my concept of time just no longer exists just like i'm i remember uh today's tuesday all right Last week on, I think it was Wednesday, I had a team call and then I said, happy Monday. And mind you, it's a Wednesday. And they're like, Mo, don't ever say that. I'm like, wait, what's going on? You're like, today's Wednesday. I'm like, oh, wow, today feels like Monday. And I just, I don't realize how fast time is flying. Like what, Christmas is in what, two to three weeks within that time range. And I mean, I feel like Halloween was yesterday. So time is just flying by and I'm just like, all right, I need to find something I enjoy. Like now, like this is the uncomfortable growth chapter. And now it's just like, all right, taking a step back. I enjoyed finance, but now like, how can I make this more enjoyable for myself? Like what else can I do? Uh, or who else could I help? Right. To get to where they want to be. Um, so that uncomfortable growth chapter is still going. Still going. Hopefully it ends soon. <laughs> Definitely. I keep forgetting it's winter because the summer felt so long. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's snowing? Is that good? Or oh, it's December? It should be snowing. I'm not going to lie. This, I feel like this is the first winter where I actually am feeling the effect. Like, so I, I just got over like a cold like last week. And then I walked outside. I'm like, yo it is cold like what is going on um the past winters i've i've loved the cold but now this year i'm just like I, like th this is something else um i mean hope i i think that that view may change once i see snow like official <laughs> snow on the ground uh just so i can actually enjoy it and i i personally like playing the snow i feel like i'm a kid um but yeah like summer definitely felt very ex extended i'd say that um i'm just hoping winter isn't the same way um if so then i don't want it to be too cold but i do want snow on the ground um which is also bad because i end up i'm gonna have to end up shoveling but <laughs> hey i'll still probably enjoy i'll still probably enjoy it <laughs> yeah. oh life so you enjoy so why did you choose finance oof 
Uh, it came down to Baruch hype. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally it. I'm so serious. Um, the hype to be in finance is so prevalent. And I mean, it's true. If, if you don't think you're going to enjoy it, don't do it. If you think you're going to enjoy it, do it. I thought I was going to enjoy it. I'm, I mean, I'm still going. Um, and I'm still building off of that, you know, initial thought and seeing how I can continuously grow. But if you genuinely aren't happy, you know, don't do the things that aren't going to make you happy. Like, don't, yeah, you, you don't want to invest your time into something that's not going to make you happy for like the long run, especially in a career. Cause like, I, I consider my, uh, my, my career like a second life, right? Like, I have my personal life and then there's my work life. Um, so then when it comes down to fi- like why finance or why did I get into finance? Um, yeah, I, at the time when I was at Baruch, everyone and everyone was spewing like, oh yeah, I want to work in front end finance. I want to be that guy, you know, making deals, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, wow, I want to do that too. But then I didn't realize what it really meant. I'm just like, whoa. I don't want to do that too. Um, so, I mean, I've had like other experiences, uh, like with Sony Music, with uh, another star called Girly Action, um, and then with uh, JPM. So that was, those are all fun experiences. But then, um, actually making a career out of out of like a fi- of financial industries, um, it's definitely not like the internship. <laughs> definitely not like the internship. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it all comes down to like it is what you make of it, right? Um, so then, again, like why finance? <laughs> the hype, simple. I have no, I have no shame in hiding it. Definitely the hype. Definitely the hype. Unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're talking about finance, accounting, and just like ah, uh, not for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I found out that I'm a I'm a very interpersonal individual. I love engaging with people. Um, I love like manipulating data, like seeing how data is able to work. Um, I, I'm I'm actually very strategic, so understanding like different steps that need to be taken in order to get to where we need to be, and how we can get there in the fastest time possible, or I guess like quote unquote safest time possible. So. I mean, it sounds like I should just belong in a, like a like a like a video game or something. Like, oh yeah, we have to do X, Y, and Z to do to accomplish the mission, or <laughs> or just like get the get the objective. Uh, but yeah, just like seeing the traits that I personally enjoy for myself, like like I said, being strategic, uh, being engaging with people, interacting with data, uh, and then ultimately, I mean, hopefully in the future, finding the harmony between the three. Uh, so, I mean, I hope I can, but like I said, one foot in front of the other, one, one thing at a time. That theme of this episode, one foot at a time, just take it step by step. Yeah. Maybe that can be the next chapter. One, one step at a time. Huh? Thank you. I, I, I didn't really think about the, next, the title of the next chapter. I knew what it was, but not the title. <laughs> Huh. Oh, we're getting old, <laughs> dude. I'm like speaking on topic of old. My my 14 year old sister called me old. <laughs> she, I'm just like, what? 
She's like, yeah, you're old. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not old. She's like, you're 24. And you're 14. But to see that my like my youngest has called me like super old. I'm like, am I really old? Am I about to have a quarter life crisis right now? As soon as I turn 25 next year, um, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, and then just like just uh, like on the the topic of like like the age gap, like seeing how our generation grew up versus how these new upcoming generations are growing up. I'm just like, it's so it's completely different. Like the interests, the interaction between every single one of us, like, like, for example, our generation interacting with each other from our generation versus um, like my little sister's generation interacting with them. It's so weird. I'm just like, back in the day, I don't mind calling a person's house to like talk to my friend. But now like my sister is able to be like, like FaceTime her friends just from like the act like easy access of her phone. I'm just like, what? I I, I can't. I, it's it, it's impressive how far or how much like generations have uh, adapted for their own quote unquote uh, personality. And if I'm kind of like struggling to deal with these, <laughs> deal with my younger sister, for example. I can just imagine like the like other other kids like being born in the future. It's like, man, oh man, can't wait to see what new app or like TikTok dance they're gonna they're gonna think of or TikTok challenges or whatever. Uh, it's gonna be insane, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's like a new culture, new drive, new uh, new feeling to everything, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully it can be like something really really cool. Um, I'm really looking forward to that metaverse, though. Just like seeing how I can essentially get ingrained into that. Uh, yeah, the technological aspect of that is really interesting, in my opinion. And uh, seeing like little, uh, seeing like people like my little sister get involved in that is like it's really interesting. Uh, I mean, I have to give more time to that as well. <laughs> I don't know. But on the thing about us getting old, all my friends, we switched out talking about how class sucks to how work is on theirs. And I'm just like, our topics just got older. It's the same. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can definitely, I feel, I was about to say, it can definitely circle back to that. Oh my God. I you see, even now, <laughs> like it's what, 922. And I'm already thinking of like phrases from work. Like, yeah, it can definitely circle back into that. But it, it, it's true. Like conversations could evolve into like conversations back into classroom for those who decide to pursue like their MBAs or other certification or anything like that. It's just like, man, like I have to study for this in order to get here and then get over there. It's a, uh, it could definitely, it, it could work in a well, yeah, it could work in a circle. It's like, we're at the top of circle, like starting a career and going back to study and then start complaining about classes and then going back into like the uh, workforce and then going back uh, to our job and then continuously, continuously going round and round. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it definitely, the conversations have matured a lot. Granted, I feel like sometimes some of the people we talk to, they, I mean, they're, they're our friends, so sometimes they don't mature. They feel really comfortable around us, and uh, there's that. But 
I would I wouldn't want to change how my my friends talk to me at all. Like that's definitely how I met them. That's how I interacted with them, um, and that's how and that's how I would ideally like to inter- continue continuously interact with them. Just like just as just like that, like no change. Uh, I mean, change is good, but like with my friends, I, I was I would always want them to be the same. But obviously, like growing as well. So yeah, conversations definitely have matured, unfortunately. Yeah. And then to go to metaverse, I'm kind of iffy in metaverse because people can get lost in anything in the internet. And then mm-hmm. I know like, I'm thinking like super hair, how like it'd be useful for people who are like blind and they could probably see in that verse. If you can't like fix eyeballs, you could probably somehow yeah. connect it to the brain and put the images there or somebody who's socially awkward and they can speak there. And it could be yeah. like a safe place for people to meet. Instead mm-hmm. of meeting in person first, they can meet online. Like, like, yeah. like they do now. And they like get like a, I guess, closer physical interaction and then mm-hmm. switch to person. So yeah. I guess implications, but I'm also like, we might even go too fast into it before we understand everything. I agree. Um, I mean, there are definitely aspects that, uh, <laughs> do hint off to like things maybe moving very fast but then you, if we look back in time for example like when the internet started when the internet was introduced um like there, there were people who were like oh the internet is not gonna last like the, like no one really believes in that or whatever and look at us now we're, we're communicating via wi-fi and like we set up the the calendar invite via the internet um and, and mind you that that was off of like building blocks right um so maybe the introduction of the metaverse is the very base level and there will be other things introduced to make it or to build it to where it needs to be. Like, I know um, what you had mentioned, the, the like the, the essentially, let's take the example of a, of a blind or socially um, distant person um, in, in, interacting with the metaverse. They're obviously like the neural link if that if that's actually successful then that may be able to help a blind person see within the metaverse um like engage with individuals as well and for the social just for the socially distant individual they may be able to make a character that they feel comfortable with and then engage with new people grow their social network and then even on the topic of let's let's talk dating right uh, if you like some applications already what they're doing is they're offering like a, a video video chat feature where you're able to like quote unquote FaceTime the person through the app in order to make sure that they're real and like they're genuine. So maybe the metaverse can be the building block for that. Um, like further applications building, like building their brand or uh, establishing themselves within the, within the, the verse. Um, and then seeing how it can ultimately benefit I guess the world, and I know um, another major cool thing. Like uh, I was reading like another technological report, and um, I can't remember which company created this, but essentially it's like a, it's like a glove or like yeah, the glove. Yeah, it's like, and you can actually like feel like virtual objects in your hand. And um, there was also like this other gaming thing where it's like a program that was established, and like if there was an explosion, they would feel the the pain, like not, no, okay not the pain, like the impact on their chest. So like 
seeing this, it, it kind of opens the doors onto like things like uh, interactive learning, for example, right? Like sh showing how, like, for example, like shapes, objects and so on uh, to things like gaming, where people are actually able to be more immersed in that, uh, in that aspect of like, it's the game realm. It, it, I guess that kind of reminded me of like Ready Player One, where like they put on the helmet and then they're in the actual game itself. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel like there's a lot of potential, in my opinion, um, for that. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where it can go from here. Uh, obviously, yeah, like there is a lot of skepticism. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm talking on behalf of the metaverse. <laughs> I, I, I personally believe like the metaverse is something that we should all like keep an eye on. Um, obviously as it continues to grow, um, I know Nike also like invested a, a large sum in the metaverse as well. Um, I know. Oh, I, and there's another thing, like even like fashion designers, right? They can essentially make digital clothing or like digital uh, designs and ultimately sell that on the meta metaverse as well for like characters and so on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th there's a lot of definite applications for the metaverse, in my opinion. Um, and I'm definitely not the person you should talk to if you want to know more about the metaverse. Uh, I talk to people who know much more than me and I'm happy about that. And I also try doing my research wherever I can. So I personally would say, obviously keep your eye on it. Um, even though it is very, there, there's a large amount of skepticism around it. Sometimes skepticism can be uh, good because it can also be another way of being intrigued about something. So. I don't know. That, I, I, I guess that, that would be like my, my view on that. Yeah. And also how, like with the glove, people who are like amputees or have lost feelings and they like parts of the body, they can't, oh, what you call it, use that technology and combine mm -hmm. it with, um, what you call it, prosthetics and yeah. give them the feeling back. Yeah. Uh, I know like uh, when, when people lose their limbs, like they have like the, the phantom limb syndrome where it's like, if I didn't have like an arm, but I can still feel like I'm moving my hand, that's essentially like almost the same thing. So building off of what you said, like maybe, yeah, like the metaverse could find a way into aiding people who are, who are amputees and need like essentially an arm and want to regain their feeling back. Um, like I said, there's a lot of capabilities in my opinion. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see what comes next, honestly. But then I go into like how like they use sex and like, other games like that. How I wonder like when prosthetics get better than like regular humans. I just say regular like somebody who's born and everything works. Mm -hmm. And then when people start wanting to augment it more, and how does that affect people's psyche? And then Ooh. the lengths they would go to for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean. It's, it's kind of almost sounds like a fantasy like we're building a world like we we live in a world that we're gonna now build a, a digital world in and now people are gonna live in that digital world i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if someone wholeheartedly commits to upload their entire try to find a way to upload their consciousness into their metaverse world i would not be surprised if they definitely try to find that and if they are successful well then that opens the floodgates for 
that opens the floodgates for more people who would want to do that, um, who are tired of a physical world and just want to be in the virtual world where they can literally build whatever they want. Um, so it's, I don't know, that part of me is like, I, I, that scares me. Uh, okay, a, a little bit of nerves is good, but um, it does scare me because then it's like, all right, are, are we losing our, our touch with humanity? Um, are, are we just going to like jump into the machine and be content with whatever we want to do? Um, but then it's also like inter interesting because now it's like, all right, I, I've, always, I've always believed in a, in a way to find, like I've always wanted to live forever, quote unquote, or like try and try and live as long as possible. So maybe that can be an option, you know, uploading the consciousness into the, into the void of the metaverse and then living there as a, as a bot. <laughs> that, that, that would be a, that'd be crazy to do. But also, I mean, hey, it's, it's, it's also something interesting that we should see. Then you get into like classism and like disenfranchising how probably the metaverse is better than the regular world. In mm -hmm. some way, there people get uh, like go back to the people get addicted, and then like you can see people just like lose. Like, I don't know, I was just why I just finished Arcane and seeing how people got hooked on Shimmer, mm. and then you can see how like they do anything for it, and then as it goes back to like people doing anything to get into the metaverse, mm -hmm. that's where everything's at, and you just like input there. Physical surroundings aren't the best. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then I have—I I mean, I would have to beg the question: Would it really be better than? Because let's say, for example, everyone starts, you know, uploading into the metaverse, right? Those individuals who—I mean, I, I'm convinced those individuals who are extremely wealthy would also try to find a way to upload their wealth into the metaverse as well. While those who aren't able to but want to would be forced to either A, try to find a way to get in, or B, be forced to live in the, in the physical world, right? Um, and then they, they, I feel like it ultimately repeats itself again, where it's just like the classism of, of like the, I mean, the hierarchy of individuals, like a wealthy class, of uh, lower class, um, ultimately can bleed onto the metaverse as well and create the exact same reality that we're living in, except digital. And then what can happen from there? Well, we'll create a metaverse within the metaverse and so on and so forth. It's like a chain reaction. It's like it's like that um that episode from Rick and Morty where they go into like that little engine box for for the um for the spaceship, and then inside that box is a, a civilization, and the civilization created a civilization inside their box. It, it, it I feel like that could possibly potentially happen. Um, would we be around to see it? Who knows, right? Um, the advances of technology are, are vast. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's insane. Like, uh, ideally, yeah, I, I, I would want everyone to be uploading. Uh, whoa, I don't want to say everyone because I can't speak for everyone. If it's possible to upload a person into the metaverse, let's say a group of individuals, and they start from the same level, regardless of their status in the, the real world, let's say, and are all willing to do it, then yeah, go for it. Um, but obviously those individuals who have like masses of massive amounts of wealth will definitely find a way to upload and take their wealth with them some way, somehow. So it kind of yeah. happens now with 2K. Because if you don't have the latest clothes and stuff like that, did you have to buy with real money? 
then you're not going to be played with. And then it's the same cycle of what happened in real life happening in the virtual world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of cycles that ultimately are, that are still taking place, but should be addressed and broken. Um, for like, for example, like the, like the history repeats itself where if we were to go there and there into the metaverse and, uh, I personally don't like, I mean, cycles are good, but sometimes if it's for the benefit of the entire group then maybe taking a alternate path from that entire cycle would be beneficial. Right. And then I think that, about, yeah, that, that, that's, that's just what I thought. <laughs> then the thing about if everybody do upload their consciousness onto a server, what happens to the server gets unplugged or it just stops? Oh, we just going we go into like a long sleep until someone <laughs> plugs it back in like oh wow that's cool because it's going to be have to be people on the outside protecting it and keeping it up true because metal true. and stuff like that like technology decays over time this yeah like it needs upgrades it needs constant uh attention um but then i mean hey look if we create robots and robots can do that too like Obviously, we would have to take care of the robots until they become smart enough and start taking care taking care of themselves and see that we are no longer needed. Um, so yeah, like, and then they unplug us and it's like we don't need them anymore. <laughs> yeah, like like humans on this world, no, we don't need you. We got we we can take this. We can, we like, can solve all no. the problems, and you are the main problem. <laughs> so, I mean, that would be a crazy situation. Uh, it reminds me of Terminator, but uh, or uh, iRobot. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what the world has to offer within the upcoming years in this entire like sphere of things. Yeah, I just because I remember from Black Mirror they had an episode like this where if you get old, you get instead of dying, you can upload your consciousness into that uh, virtual world. And then it was like a question, like one of the main characters, she was like, her husband died. So she should she, she oh, die yes. with so like, should she die with him or go into this virtual world? Right, right. I remember this. Wow. I haven't watched I need to rewatch Black Mirror. It's been a while. Um yeah, I mean, I, again, I feel like everyone should be entitled to what they want to do. Uh for me, I want to see what the world has to offer continuously. And I want to see like how the world progresses. So I'm able to upload then, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm there. Um, but then obviously like it, in the black mirror situation, like her, her husband passed, but then, you know, she's debating if she should upload as well and join him or actually pass on and join him in, I guess the spiritual aspect. Um, I, I guess it all comes down to like what you what you want to do and what you want to what you want to believe. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> and then if we do upload our consciousness, how how long until we get to a point where we forget that we're in the metaverse and that just becomes the reality, and then we have the same thoughts of like, is this a virtual reality, or is this like real life? Like, how many generations until that happens? Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about that. Because then. Would, would we still be operating on like the time that we we currently have or i mean 
let's say, for example, one day in the metaverse could be a hundred years even in the real world. By the time we get out, we're just like, whoa, what happened to everything? Or you, like, if we decide, if there's a way to peer out, like, whoa, like, what's going on with the world? Yeah, I, I didn't think about that. Interesting. Because right now we have, this, we have the simulation theory right now, like we're all in simulation. So I'm just like, either that already, oh, yeah. this already happened or we just walking ourselves into that reality. Yeah, but the uh, simulation uh, theory, it's like the 50-50, right? Like, oh, we don't know, then it could also be. Uh, I mean, huh. <laughs> that, that, I, not, now you got me think. <laughs> is the world an entire simulation? P- possibly. So there's fifty. There's a fifty percent chance, uh, but we would never know, right? And then, because kids right, this kids right now, like how generations, like how kids, like parents, were like y'all never went through what we went through, because and the kids will go and get the reference because they have it. It's just how things work. So there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be people who are gonna forget or just not have been there when the metaverse was first invented. Yeah, yeah, that that is. That is true. Thankfully, we're here when it when it is. <laughs> uh, but damn, I mean, Dorn, uh, you do bring up a lot of valid points. A lot of the points I necessarily didn't think about. Interesting. About to do some more uh, <laughs> introspection on this after after this. Just like yeah, see exactly does. what's gonna happen. Because like social media came out when we was like elementary, right? Like before, like probably like the 90s where like chat bot, like chat rooms were like really boomed and we were like elementary or like MySpace and everything. Yeah. And with like really in the recent years, there's something about like maybe we have maybe those companies aren't the best companies. And also maybe these are having an adverse effect on us. Yeah, yeah. I and I I, I can definitely speak on that, but I know. Uh, it's December now. I took a serious and a well-needed hiatus from like social media. Uh, yeah, I, I just wasn't in the best headspace. Um, and the thing about social media is that it publishes the best moments of a person's life, right? Like, oh yeah, like let's say for example, Instagram, right? Like it highlights the best ideal moments people have, like I said, within their lives, uh, from hanging out with their friends to going on vacation to achieving great things, right? Uh, There was a friend of mine who ended up getting his dream job and now he's living a lavish lifestyle. And here I am just like, wow, I wish I had that right and then like speaking on like that adverse effect of social media um even different aspects as well i just i just need to get away from it right and um i'm happy i mean i'm happy i did that because there were a lot of there were a lot more growth there was a lot more growth than uh, shrinkage right um taking away something that quote-unquote toxic is I highly recommend it to any and everyone. Like Instagram and social media is not going to define who you are. Literally, you define that. And I came to that conclusion myself. Like I, I like whatever happens on social media stays there and 
it's only going to be there for whoever wants to see it. Like it's not going to benefit me in any way. Um, so yeah, I, I, I took that hiatus and I loved it. And like, I, I recently re-downloaded it just so I can like keep up to date with my friends and everything, but I turned off notifications entirely. So if someone like sends me a message or like likes a photo or sends me a photo or whatever, uh, I wouldn't see it until whenever I, I log in. And the best part about it is not within the first like three sections of my, of like my of scrolling on my phone. It's like at the very, very end. So I don't pay much attention to it. Um, granted, I'll probably interact with some of my friends here and there on it as well. But um, as far as constantly being on it, no, I, I can't. It's, it's not healthy. Um, the only thing I do approve of is Twitter. Twitter is funny. Twitter is hilarious. The, the threads are amazing. Um, and on top of that, it's just like, you can, I mean, I, I don't really interact with many people on Twitter. I'm, I'm just there mainly for the threads. <laughs> uh, just have like a good laugh throughout the workday and that's just about it. But uh, definitely taking that social media break was much needed. Very, very needed especially with my with the mindset I was in during the pandemic because it was not pretty. So, yeah, one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about day sex and this technology because like, you could take a break from social media, but can you take a break from the metaverse? Because if all your friends are on the metaverse... Like, and no one's here yeah. in real life. Damn. I mean, then that can... I, I guess that can also push you to uh, to make new in-person connections, right? Um, obviously, like in, in my opinion, and I, I, people can be very different. Uh, humans are very social creatures. Like we like being in social groups. We like being accepted by a group that we can call our own. So, if one group ultimately transfers over into, like, let's say, the metaverse, right? Uh, then it may push us to get, un- I mean, to move out of our comfort zone and ultimately uh, see who else is out there to interact with, right? Um, and there can be people who completely oppose the metaverse and be like, no, I just much rather prefer the real world versus the digital world. Um, and that's fine too. But yeah, it may, it may encourage us to be more human as well and yeah. that leads to the then what happens is a virus in the metaverse and we stuck there and then another thing is we just say about like people who reject it they're going to be there's going to be extremists who wants to destroy it and the people inside of it and then that goes back to my point of like how what happens when the server's off yeah yeah it's yeah there, there's there's definitely a lot uh, a lot, a lot, like the virus aspect where like people's consciousness could be just completely erased on the metaverse. Like, eesh. and on top of that, the extremists. Yeah, there, there's a lot to think about, especially when it comes to those things. But I mean, hopefully we can, hopefully we can resolve them, right? Right? I don't know. Yeah, we resolve <laughs> the ones we have here. Oh, we can have more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we have like a new variant too, and it's just like, all right, lockdown part four, get ready, world. 
I mean, goodness forbid, I hope we're able to like overcome that as fast as possible, but um, with the least amount of casualties, of course, but yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, uh, like we're, we're trying to escape the real world into a digital or even outer space. And we aren't resolving any of the problems that are happening here. Like it, it shows, in my opinion, it shows like a lack of uh, resp- uh, accountability on us. Right. Like yeah. we're just trying to find the easy way out. Get the, I mean, we're trying to find the easy way and get out as fast as possible uh, versus actually sitting down and thinking, all right, these are things that need to be addressed. How do we fix them in the fastest time possible? So we need to be more accountable. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Arcane just got me thinking about science and stuff. I'm just like, maybe we aren't, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like that's the that's the type of minds that we need, like the, to offer in a different perspective of things. Like having a different perspective on things is extremely valuable. Uh, like even on the most mundane of topics. Like I mean, or what, let's say for the me, me, even though the metaverse isn't mundane, but the metaverse, for example, like the topic that you brought in, the, the viruses, the extremism. Like I didn't I didn't think about that. I just thought about the and this is going back to the things I kind of uh, uh, the, the things I kind of addressed in the very beginning, like the rose-colored uh, glass. I just essentially saw it through that, like, oh yeah, like it could be so great, but there are also a plethora of things out there that could uh, halt that progress and make it very scary as well. Um, so yeah. Good job being one of the people who can offer in a brand, brand new uh, insight to things. We need more people like that. I think because uh, this, uh, just the world just works in cycles. Like how we talked about earlier, how like the kids are different than us. I don't really yeah. see it's different. It's probably just faster because we had dances. Like I remember like every year, elementary school, middle school, it was a new dance. The chicken noodle soup, you had the yeah. jerk, you had the dougie. Like there was a, there was a trend of dances. And yeah. then now they have TikTok dances. And then before us, there was a, there was dances to songs also. So like it's the same things same over thing, and over again. Yeah, but faster. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Um, even with trends as well. <laughs> like uh, I'm trying to think of like fashion trends. Uh, like we used to wear like super oversized like shirts and shorts. <laughs> Um, but now like everyone wants to like have like their own quote unquote like street style, like the 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 style that is ultimately definitive of who they are. Um so yeah, there, there's a lot of things that are rapidly changing. I sound like a I sound like a mm-hmm. I don't want to say a boomer, but like I definitely sound like an outdated individual. Because I'm like, are- yeah, like oh my gosh, there's so many things that are changing so quick. I I don't know how to keep up. Uh but change is good. I, I, I like to think of the brighter side of things. Change is good. Um, how good for society? I don't know. That's a uh, it's very debatable. But I like to think change is good. <laughs> it was like two things. It was like somebody was like that. That I can't speak right now. If Facebook had like music and stuff like that, and like your top favorite people, and somebody was mm-hmm. like, just you just described MySpace, or and the like. Like in Africa, like they had like the drums, and then you come to like the mm-hmm. states, you have the drum pad, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's uh, 
yeah, it's definitely the world is changing really fast. And uh, I guess we need to find a way to keep up. Like it's moments like this where I wish I was the flash, you know, <laughs> just like if I was able to read everything and memorize everything as fast as possible, then I think I, I feel comfortable, but I'm just a person who hasn't gotten their superpowers yet. Not yet. I have to wait until I get bit by a spider or something. But. Like last year, everybody was like, every black person was like, oh, we getting superpowers? I'm like, what you gonna do with your superpowers? <laughs> yeah, like, man, if, if, I, if, I had super, if I had a superpower, oof, um, uh, I would probably want to to be time travel, like see different, because then I I have the the question of the ages, like oh what happens at the end of time? All right, I'm there. Wow, everything's everything is still normal, like there is no end of time. Everything is just continuously improving and moving. We finally made it to space. We colonized a new planet. Cool. Um, oh, what happened in the past? We need extreme detail. All right, let's go back in the past and check it out. Um, if I made a bad Amazon purchase at like two in the morning yesterday, all right, let me go back in time and, and prevent myself from doing that. Uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I wish I had a superpower. That'd be dope. I'd, I'd be super calm. Would like, it? Go back, to the, go back to the very beginning of Bitcoin, like get a whole bunch of Bitcoin, <laughs> like actually like be chilling on an island right now with a cold drink in my hand, not getting sick or anything like that. But, uh, I don't know. One can only hope. <laughs> Listen, how would be cool? Could be like, could be like my hero, where there's ranges of powers, like how right now we're humans, there's ranges of physical ability, mental ability, mm-hmm. that that dictates your quality of life. Something. Yeah. Uh, or imagine, um, like being like having those superpowers, like a one punch man, like Saitama. Just like be completely overpowered, but be so nonchalant about life. Just like, all right, it's whatever. Uh, yeah, that that would actually be like, be like super cool. Or like, obviously Naruto, but you know, we all know what happened recently with Naruto. Uh, and then I don't know. I think if I if I had superpower, I would, I would probably want to. I can't even say I would, if I if I would want to be a good like be a superhero or not i may want to be like an anti-hero uh like have have some good days have some bad days but at the end of the day i I still try to serve the greater good right but yeah uh, i don't know i i can only hope that i'm able to utilize powers for the greater good of society it's like that thing this whole conversation has been like that quote from when like i was too was being like the tether trailer and then uh-huh. was just like nobody thinks about when the enemy gets the keys to your weapon and you just like that's right what happens if it doesn't work out oh yeah wow you remember that quote my god <laughs> it stuck with me because when the first time i heard it i was like that's right nobody really thinks about everybody thinks about like this is great like when we had like with us um states created the nuke and they were like this is great we oh, win yeah. And then somebody else made one that was like, like, damn, son, I think we kind of messed up. He <laughs> was like, oh, ah, that. like, <laughs> damn. But yeah, you make a valid point. What happens if someone has a keys to our weapon or if the enemy has the keys to our weapon? Yikes. 
still props off to you for remembering that quote. That's, that, that's such a relatable quote. Damn. You got some good memory, man. <laughs> I guess that just led me to think of like maybe things don't work out. Maybe humans aren't just it's like I guess I say when I say humans like who we are right now and all the variations, maybe we aren't the ones to do it. Maybe mm-hmm. we have to evolve to something else. Mm. To something that's different. That is true. I mean, then we would have to see exactly what that would be, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think being a, like evolving into like a, a human machine hybrid would be kind of dope, you know, like having like immense strength, but then obviously like people may abuse that power and abuse that evolution, evolutionary trait. Um, but then, yeah, it's, it's, it's all about how we continuously adapt. I like taking the bad and trying to make the best out of it and going from there. Um, so yeah. Yeah, got me thinking. Got me thinking. Is he heal? Oof. Does it like go back to Arcane Heimendinger, one of the characters? He was trying to make like magic and really for everybody. He was he lives like hundreds of years, so he's thinking like in century. Um, which I'm calling like he's thinking in terms of centuries, while humans are thinking in terms of like years. So his decision making is going to be different. Yeah. He's going to be like. Let's go to this low point right now because it's, it's either avoiding something that's worse or eventually mm-hmm. get better. But humans don't be like, we're not going to see any of that. So we have to like go fast. Yeah. Damn. I mean, well, I, I hope that we're able to go fast but at a safe pace, right? Like the, the I, again, this goes back to the, seeing things in the rose colored glass, like, achieving what we want but at the safest and fastest rate um if that may be i honestly don't know what that will be in the future uh but i do hope it's something we can all benefit from right but who knows what it is uh we just gotta wait and see (laughs) yeah and also you can ask me questions i didn't if i forgot to tell you that oh yeah yeah uh huh i guess um when it comes down to it, what would you do? Would you jump into the metaverse or would you stay here? I would stay here. Like, Why? I'll probably, because I'm just like, I guess it's a part, I guess it's like comfort and safety that it's a part that I know and I can control mm-hmm. the most. But I'll also be adept in the metaverse. So, like, no, like, just in case any, like, guess it's a hybrid. Like, I know about the metaverse and know, like, how to deal with it and everything. But I would stay here because it's just like, I always had that idea, like, if video games get to the point where I can't tell the difference between real world and video game, I'm not going to play video games no more. I'm going to stop mm. there. It's interesting. Yeah, because then there's no, like, like distinction between real and fake. Like, you don't know exactly what's what. Okay, that's a very interesting way to see it. And huh. then you might, lo- you might lose your grasp on reality. Like how in um, Exception, Mal, she had the idea like you're in the dream and then mm-hmm. she killed herself to get out of the dream, but she was in real life. But in her mind, she was in the dream. That is true. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll be honest. I have yet to watch really? Inception because I heard it's such a great movie. So I've been, I've been wanting to hold off on it. For, Sorry for, about that. Like, not, I, I'll probably end up, uh, I, my memory isn't as strong as it once was. <laughs> 
So uh, I'll probably end up forgetting about it. But yeah, like I probably have to watch that now. I need to like write it down. Like watch Inception. That's on Netflix too. I remember seeing the advertiser for that. So I'll probably end up watching it like hopefully soon. Um, but yeah, this is like knowing the bridge between like dream and reality. It kind of reminds me of that. Uh, I mean, for anyone who hasn't watched Demon Slayer, like, sorry, this is going to be a spoiler. Uh, the episode of like when Tanjiro goes like it is like in his dream and then he has to like off himself in the dream in order to wake back up. But then uh, when they were fighting like one of the demons on the train, he got like so caught up like, oh yeah, this is a dream. This is a dream. He was about to off himself in the real world. But like his friend stopped him. He's like, you have to pay attention. Like you have to be here in the now in order to like be aware. Like when you said that, I'm like, oh wow, interesting. Very, very yeah. interesting. So. so I'm just like, I'm very skeptical because like I like it goes to the thing, like I think therefore I am, like, I don't know what reality this is, but this is reality that I know. So I'm gonna just stick here until things happen. True, true. I mean, like, like for, for myself, I, I, I envision this is going to be like a little bit personal, but in, in the future, I envision like recreating my entire house, right? And like having a archive of like my family history. So, um, do you remember? Have you seen like uh, Jurassic, like Jurassic World with Chris Pratt, yeah. like, and how they were like going in, in like the brand new museum, and you actually see like the the hologram of like the dinosaurs or whatever. Yeah, if, if I, I want to have a hologram of myself, but if my consciousness, like, if my consciousness was uploaded into the metaverse, so I'm constantly learning and staying adept to like whatever's going on in the real world, but I can still have a hologram of like me now, just like this is me and I'm still alive, but not physically, mentally. And then, like, uh, for obviously, like, the future generations of like my family, like, talking to them about exactly what I went through and like sitting down if they need advice or anything, like, yeah, you should not major, you should not. Going to finance if you don't feel passionate about it. <laughs> um, essentially, having something like that uh, in my house, but yeah, it's it's ultimately like figuring out like how how to bridge that gap between reality and uh, I guess between reality and the ideal, or not the ideal, but like the nightmare, essentially. Because <laughs> people always have like. Uh, they say they have the statement is good attentions let's just benefit everybody let's benefit all of us but then yeah. then the definition is what is us what's the definition of yes. us yeah and like for for example like for us it could essentially just be like the the privileged like oh yeah the us right or let's say for the people who introduce the metaverse only people from meta would be able to benefit from this the us like like you said this, we have to definitely know what the us stands for and that sucks because i mean sometimes the us doesn't include everyone right it only may include a handful of people and i personally don't like that like if, if it's going to be inclusive of everyone make it inclusive for everyone right but i don't know and that's I'm a just- yeah, that's that's an interesting topic to think about. The us. I just I just thought about like if let's say we do and then it has everybody desires. What happens some people that desires aren't 
fulfilled. Not like saying fulfilled, but like where their desires aren't morally like correct and they can fulfill Ooh. those. I'm just like, should they? Because if everybody gets a desire, I'm always like, I don't think the world will ever be fair because everybody wants contradicting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it could be like intrinsic things. Like, for example, oh, I want like, I want X, but you want Y. But I want X and you want Y. So let's only have X. It's, it's definitely not, there's, in, in my opinion, there's no way everyone in the world will get along. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We can we can try and find some sort of harmony, but in regards to everyone getting along, nah, that's capped. I'm sorry. There's no way it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> and that, again, that's that's like the ideal, but there's in my opinion, there's no way that's gonna happen. We can dream though. We can dream. <laughs> um I guess uh from there, I mean obviously I know like we're in the pandemic and everything. Uh, how do you think sports in the metaverse is going to like take place? Like, do you think at, like anyone can essentially be an athlete then in the metaverse, or only athletes in the real world can upload like a version of themselves onto the metaverse and be athletes in the metaverse world? Do you think that's possible, or what? What do you think about that? I'm thinking about how the metaverse is created. If it's you, then if it's just your brain, mm-hmm. well, well, I have to start of how the brain and muscles connect to each other to make mm-hmm. somebody who's physically like able to do things. Is it like more of the muscle? Is it more the brain? Is it 50-50? Because if it's just your brain and your brain has to have those impulses, then I think anybody could or people who have faster, who think faster, might be the ones who go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because like with yeah. baseball, your brain has to process hitting the ball. Because I suck at baseball. I can't hit it. I get striked out all the time. Mm-hmm. But my brain processes basketball way better than baseball. Right. Okay, but then wouldn't that beg the, beg the question of practice over inherited skill? But then, yeah, because practice, it helps your muscle, your muscle memory and it helps your mind because your mind gets used to those situations. Yeah. And your muscle memory. So like, yeah. So, like, let, let, let's, let's take me, for example, right? I, I, I love playing soccer. But if you give me a basketball, I can't play basketball. Like, I, I, if people would say, oh, let him shoot, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised and be like, oh, yeah, you know, everyone just walked out of the way. Be like, yeah, he's not, he's not going to make it. Because I definitely won't. I, I that's how confident I am with basketball. I cannot play basketball to save my life. Um, but for soccer, I think that's a different story. So then, if I, if let's say I start from zero, like from from scratch, and then upload it on, onto the metaverse, and then go through that practice, and ultimately have like the same skill that someone else in the real world, would I still be considered a, an NBA? Like let's say, for example, in regards to the NBA, would I still be considered an NBA star in the metaverse versus the real world? Then, then it goes to the then it goes to the how the code works. If your consciousness, if you do some repetition a couple of times, then does the code changes, and then that's what I think it all aligns in the code. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out how the code works because if you keep doing something over <laughs> and over again, then you're gonna get eventually you're capable. You eventually yeah, yeah. get better. <laughs> 
Okay, so then if, if it aligns if it aligns with the code, let's say for example the code of the metaverse and the code that we are that we have as you know, let's say I don't want to say vessels uh, as entities on the metaverse, couldn't the code be broken? Yeah, or restrictive on some sort of level, um, like Bitcoin, or, like Bitcoin, like there's only a certain amount of Bitcoin that can be made. So there's only a certain amount of, let's say, athletes that can be athletes. Right. And then to pull in like another topic from this, like our earlier discussion of virus. Uh, I mean, let's let's not say a virus, but we all know like people can jailbreak phones, right? And you can have like a plethora of like applications and so on, like on unusual abilities from your phone. Let's say... I jailbreak my own code. Will I then be able to fly around the world in the metaverse? Will I be able to take the digital currency from someone else and upload it into my own uh, wallet? It's it's definitely questionable. I, I personally think codes and like alignments are good until it isn't, right? And I guess like this is the best case scenario, like. All right, there may be people who may break the code. Like it's like possible. Speed, like speedrunners, like game designers design a game, and then you don't think about every possibility of somehow somebody could play the game. Mm-hmm. And then you have like then you have speedrunners who try to find those tricks within the code that breaks it, so then it can go faster. Yeah, uh, like I, I believe uh, that's a uh, Mario Kart. Whereas, like, if you're able yeah. to, like, on one of the map, if you hop over one of the uh, side barriers, you're able to, like, finish the, the entire race in, like, three or four seconds. So it's just like, all right, like, you found a loophole in the code, and now you're able to exploit that. And then, hey, like, and then it goes back to, like, it can also go back to, like, the hierarchy of, like, societal standards in the metaverse. Like, oh, you, you knew an exploit in the code. You were able to get ahead of everyone. But you you only did it to benefit you. You didn't you didn't tell any of the devs like bring it to their attention so they can patch it or whatever. Um, so yeah, it also depends who designs it. Because I design it, I'm a I'm a I have intentions by I have bias. Even though I might not like intentionally have it, I have bias. I'm gonna design it in the way I see it, see the world. Yeah, yeah. And it's I might like not. I want this to be my world and nothing else. Um, Damn, how would I? I don't want to envision how I would create a metaverse world. No way. It's probably like scary. <laughs> probably scary and a lot of responsibility for me. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I think like this because I watched Cold Yoko as a child, which is like kids oh, who are going to a computer world. Yes, play off. I love that show. Yeah. Cold Yoko. And then the virus came out and would control people and try to get the kids. Yeah. And then they had to like overcome the level each, t- each day. Bruh. I think I, I think I even got so scared of the show. I ended up getting like a nightmare once. Like I was actually in the show, and then I got caught by the virus, and I got corrupted. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, definitely, definitely. Do you have like Summer Wars? That's a Digimon movie where a virus went into the digital world, and like yeah. Summer Wars, it, t- it like shut people out and everything, and they had to fight it. So I'm just like. There's definitely a lot, you know. There's there's definitely a lot to, to think about. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh. That was interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. Because I, I can see, like, people who aren't able to have, like, the physical gifts, like, let's say physically, like, who are physically disadvantaged mentally and everything, I can see it working out perfectly for them. Yeah. yeah also maybe, see, they'd be yeah. able to, like, walk again and get their full potential back. Like in Spike Kids 3, when the grandfather was able to walk again, he was like, yeah. oh, I want to leave. Yeah, damn. Man, we, we already were exposed <laughs> to the metaverse prior to prior to the metaverse being created. <laughs> <laughs> we just needed a, a platform to bring it up to speed. Yeah. Uh, okay. I do gotta, I, yeah. Gotcha. So I'm sorry. Last I, question. Oh yeah, go for it. Last question, what would you name your origin story? <laughs> I thought it was like it's gonna sound super cliche, like the tales of mm-hmm. I was going off like the the iconic the tales like- of Naruto Uzumaki. Uh I guess like the the story of Mo. Nice like, seeing exactly I want every single detail to be recorded processed and delivered like like best feelings worst feelings um times where the story nearly ended early versus where it actually ended so i want everything to be in there so the story of mo i like nice. that story of mo <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for yeah. joining the podcast dude it was a pleasure being here. I, w- I would love to, if in the future, if the opportunity arises, I would love to come back and continue talking. Anytime. For sure. That brings another episode of the Let's Get Podcast to a close. I'd like to thank my friend Muhammad for joining the podcast. But next week, I have the host of the MC Anime Podcast. This is about podcasting and anime. Hope you're doing a nice day, and I hope to see you there.